welcome to Convos and Cocktails, where we engage, you listen, and we all get to drink. I'm your host, Lissa Hotlabi, and I'm ready to whine a little and laugh a lot with today's guest. On today's episode, we have Asahang Matulo Masinke, Mandy. Correct. Almost forgot the married surname. And we'll be discussing female friendships, um, the dynamics, the highs, the lows, the in-between. So first, before we begin, hi, how are you? Hi, I'm really excited. <laughs> Me I'm too. Good. Thank you. Very I've much. never, I haven't had like a personal person friend on the show yet. Oh, oh no, okay. my Wendy, shame. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Wendy. Sorry, Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so our cocktail today is an Aperol Spritz. Yes, um, indeed. So we have to have a taste. I've never, have I had one? I don't know. I'd but be shocked. Cheers. Really? Cheers. I don't know. I don't like cocktails at the word much. Tastes like victory. Okay, mm. it's quite bitter. It's, it's giving me tonic. Do you genuinely think it's bitter? Yeah. No, it's it's. I, oh, I love it. Or maybe it's an acquired taste. Why did you choose this cocktail today? Why is this your favorite cocktail? <laughs> I mean, my reasons are very pretentious, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> it gives me summer in Europe. <laughs> okay, and it's, it's actually a, it's a really basic uh, cocktail. Truth be told, like I think most people would order a apérol, but I love it, and I, I like the color. It just it makes me feel good. That's nice. But well. the only thing with apérol is that you you need to treat it with respect. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of people forget that. Like, it, I think that's just with all kicks, It kicks like a mule. Like you must, you must be very, you know, gentle and refined, conservative. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> like I said, you are here to talk about female friendships. The reason why I chose Atlahang as the guest for this specific topic. Um, is because she is one of my oldest and best and dearest friends. Um, so background story, we met, we didn't really meet. No. Um, our story is always <laughs> that we knew each other before we were born because <laughs> our parents were friends from varsity. Yes. And so when you, when you're forced to be someone's friend, essentially, <laughs> sometimes there are moments where you kind of think back on some, hmm, would this have happened if? It was just regular regular. Mm. But being adults and still being friends through the moments that we maybe were not so friends, um, I think it's safe to say we've chosen this friendship. Oh, definitely. I think people who know us are so tired of us telling the story. <laughs> we, tell it with, we tell it with such pride. I love saying, you know, I never formally met Soho because really, I mean, when I was alive, you were there. I know. And then thing. we went to every school together. Yes. Um, from Red Hill to St. Anne's, to Vitz even. Yes. Even though I was there for like six seconds. Um, <laughs> and anyway. contrary to popular belief, I didn't follow you. Um, well, I, think, I think it's important for people to know because you're a year older than me that obviously... Um, when you went to a school and I followed afterwards, <laughs> it wasn't because I was following you. They were good schools. Yeah, sure. I mean, I think Red Hill, your mom, you know, heard advice from my mom and it was like, yes. take her there. But okay, I think St. Anne's was just one of those where we both ended up because it was also time for a change. I was a bit tired of being stuck in one school since three yeah. to grade nine. Oh, that's a long time. For me, actually, why I chose St. Anne's in particular was that my parents did feel that it would be a good change to go to boarding school and I was like, if I'm going to do it, let me not half-ass it. Let mm. me go far, you know? Because, okay. I mean, if we boarded and came home every weekend, it wouldn't be the same experience. I wish I didn't board because I didn't try and board. I wanted to leave Red Hill and I wanted to actually go to like a Kingsmead or a Rodine. Oh, really? But my mom, actually I wanted to go to Crawford. I was like, it's so liberal there. And it's Friend, my, it's are my you thing. listening to us right now? <laughs> <laughs> but then... I was going to Kingsmead. I know. And then Rodine. <laughs> but my mom was like, if we are not going next door, I'm not going to drive you right past your old school to your new school. You're going to go. 
um, which you know, it turned out to be whatever it was. But anyway, that's mm-hmm. not why we're here. Yes. So I think a lot of people struggle with adult female friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I hear a lot of people say, <laughs> I read a quote today from someone who said, when friends are, when days are dark, friends are few. Um, and I feel really sorry for those types of people. But I do think that there's a lot of misconception around female friendships mm-hmm. as adults, whether it's betrayal, whether it's the fact that female friends are not, um, you know, honest with each other or that there's always competition. And I feel like ours is like a really easy, genuine friendship and an example for the youth. <laughs> no, not really. I just feel like it's easy to talk no, to you about because it hasn't always been smooth sailing. sailing. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's why I wanted you to be here. And I also feel like we've gone through different stages. You're now married. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, and so talking through the different stages of when one person is maybe still single or one person has a baby and those yeah. kind of changes and how to navigate that. Um, but yeah, so the first thing I would say is what do you love the most about our friendship? I know I don't want to put you on the spot and like mm-hmm. no no but. honestly what I what I like about our friendship is the fact that it it evolved into a conscious decision mm-hmm. right because as you mentioned we did kind of just you know we were forced to be friends <laughs> in in all truth but I think I think my favorite thing about our friendship is that we're very very different mm-hmm. um and and I think it's complementary so a lot of the time when I am nervous or shy about something, you're the one who'll bring me out of my shell. Mm-hmm. And I think um, I think it's a very symbiotic. It really is just a very, a very organic, real friendship. Mm-hmm. And we can be real with each other sometimes. You know, I think that's the thing. We don't ever pretend that our friendship's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's that's what makes it real. It's that it's genuine. That's what I love about it. It's family for me. I mean, yeah. you're, you're my family friend. Oh, I think <laughs> my favorite thing about my friendship with you is how well, I think we are different, but we always say we're always similar in terms of like Princess Diana, our favorite movies, our fa- no, friend, like the things like, we like. You are me. You are me. It's <laughs> we the, are it's exactly the, teen, the same. It's the teen, it's the teen dramas and uh, movies. Yeah. It's Nancy Myers. It's exactly. happy endings. Um, wow, we actually in a lot of ways are the same person. Yeah. But then in but a then lot of ways, we're really ways very different. <laughs> but I also like how independent we allow each other to be because I did read some feedback on, on, I asked people on Instagram, what do you like or not like about female friendships? And one of the people or a few of the people were saying that this thing of not being able to live your own life and still have a friendship now I feel like we're very independent we have our own friends you mm. have a ton of friends me not maybe not a ton but I have other friends you have other friends yeah but whenever we come back together or we give each other that space and whenever we come back together it's this friendship there's no jealousy there's no oh but you didn't call me and you're not like spending enough time with me and we're doing our own things we're building careers we're building mm-hmm. families um, so I like the independence part of this friendship that still is there when we need each other. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Look, I do think if if I can share my personal perspective on friendships, I think a lot of the time people forget that a friendship is a relationship. It's just maybe you're not being intimate with the person, but mm-hmm. all of the things you'd look for, I would guess, in a partner, you would want from a friend. You need trust. Mm-hmm. You need love. You need, uh, you know, to to check in, to be there for the person and everything. You need, yeah, you really need mm-hmm. all of those things in a in, a, in what I would call a healthy friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, but what can sometimes start to 
become a problem is when then your friend does literally treat you like a boyfriend. Yeah. Um, and that's where the independence comes at play, like where they're jealous or they're like, oh, and Instagram is the part that has created <laughs> uh, the most drama because maybe someone will see a story and be like, oh, how oh, you were there with so-and-so yeah. and you didn't invite me and it, it can get ugh, very uh, uh, complicated. So, so for me, I think the independence is really key in a friendship, but it's important to also nurture and treat it with the kind of respect that you would mm. a partner. Okay, so now I want to talk about female friendships in general. Um, mm. What do you think about the some of the misconceptions um, about me- female friendships that, you know, women can't be friends, women are always competing, women are so jealous of each other or mm. they just like backstab each other. This rhetoric, I think, is very misogynistic, first of all, I must say. Mm. Um, and I think it's there because people don't want, especially guys who like to isolate women in relationships, maybe like abusive relationships, they like to feed into this thing of like your female friends are out to get you. But what do you think about some of the um, misconceptions of female friendships? I think it's similar to the misconceptions about females in a workplace. Mm. So, you know, a lot of the time people will be like, you know, don't trust the woman, she's vying for your job mm. or she's not going to support you or whatever it may be. And I think that's a serious misconception. Well, in my experience, I have some of the best support mm. um, from from females and, and it's, it's really, really natural, actually. It's like you, while I'm here right now, <laughs> I actually, uh, I'm feeling a little bit teary because like, I'm so proud of you. The fact that I'm sitting here and I'm on your podcast, it's such a realization of something you used to talk about. Mm, sorry, I didn't mean to get to you. This is not that day. Sorry. I need to stay professional. <laughs> that you used to, you know, talk about with so much passion, but you were nervous. And to actually, I'm like living inside of an answered prayer by being on your podcast. Um, so like you doing things, it feels like it's happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I feel the exact same with you. When mm-hmm. something good happens to me, you are genuinely happy and you yeah. want good things for me and vice versa, obviously. So the thing that I think is the misconceptions, how much love there is between women. We want to see each other win. Mm. We cheerlead each other. We genuinely want the best for each other. And I think the misconception when you create this competition fallacy really is partly why we become mistreated trustful of yeah. women or suspicious or maybe even standoffish because you're like mm, and that bitch. <laughs> uh, and you don't even give people an opportunity because I think when you when you you do you can actually feel such sincere love mm. like like the one we share I think so it's a total misconception yeah I think also for me like you know the Hollywood thing of when there's a Britney Spears she must be against the Christina Mm. or when there's a you know I don't know which other Brandy must be versus Monica there must always be a versus for female artists and I feel like they put that in friendships as well like you can never just have two supporting women even in the same lane because we kind of are we're both creatives we're both in the media industry but there's space for everyone there's space for collaboration and the best the best you do is usually when you collaborate because I know when you've had your shows and your jobs um, you know on TV one of the first interviews you'll always have is your friends. Uh, Whoever's doing something in the industry, Atlahang is your girl. (laughs) She will put you on. So I thought it was also very important to kind of honor that back because now I have a platform. Um, So before we continue with the female (laughs) friendships, I do want to put a spotlight on Blossom Inc. Yes. Um, Your baby, you were in the media industry for a long time as a producer, a writer, and now you are a boss. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about (laughs) your company, because I just feel like it is the culmination of everything you've been praying for, everything we know you were destined to do. um, And yet you still use it as a vehicle to kind of uplift your friends. 
everything you've ever done in your in your career. So anyway, <laughs> let's talk about Blossom Inc. What do what do you do? Oh, it's such is... a love fest in here. <laughs> it's so weird sitting Yay. across from you. I just want to like hug. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm very proud of Blossom Inc. Media. I must say, uh, it was a long time in the making. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a content and communications company, and we are like uh, a hybrid because we do services, but we also do products. So we also like can produce stuff for you and everything, mm-hmm. but we do PR and communications. We do copywriting. We basically any content or communications needs you have we got you um but and listening to her talk you can hear that this is a good communicator <laughs> just by the way <laughs> i think i think what was cool for me is that i never had to soul search mm. about what i wanted to do for my career i knew mm. i wanted to communicate um i wasn't sure necessarily how um so you know i did media in school but um uh, like my varsity degree was very uh theoretical mm. so i knew how to critically think and the origins of media and that sort of thing but practically i wasn't sure so i dabbled in a little bit of everything mm-hmm. um, and and that's actually culminated in a business that does a little bit of everything so um, Were you never I'm never nervous so about leaving oh no I was terrified work. I was terrified and um, I think I think the, the the funniest thing of all is that I ha- was like killing it in my in my career mm-hmm. so to say uh, oh, that. <laughs> no oh no I don't know why women you know what men will <laughs> even as average as they are they don't have this what is that thing called um, there's a word for it oh I can't believe I forgot and we've just said we're communicators the syndrome. Syndrome. <laughs> yes there you go they yes. don't suffer from that so don't no. you dare suffer because you've done a fuckload uh, but I think your imposter syndrome has has been at its most intense with the business definitely um but i mean i'm working on it I've, mm-hmm. and i've gotten i'm sure you even know knowing me i've gotten considerably better at it but yeah i was i was doing very well in a career that had a very clear path and i knew what the ascent would be and everything but i desperately wanted to have my own thing i wanted to put a a, a stamp on it, on on something and I, I knew that I had what it took. But the thing mm. is, right, is that I quit my full-time things because I was always freelancing, but I had like stable full-time things to start the business. Uh, having, so you quit before? Yeah, having, uh, well, because I had freelance. So yeah. I did I did have the, I may not have had the stability, but I knew I'd have something coming in because I had some freelance gigs uh, and then COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, Motherfucking but, COVID. But like, no, but literally, Truly, I mean, I, I, maybe I wouldn't have made that decision if I knew a global pandemic was coming. So I'm kind of glad that I did because mm. it kind of launched me into a really big unknown. It was already an unknown. Okay, how am I going to do running a business? But now doing it in the midst of <laughs> pandemic. insane uncertainty um, was hectic. And it was also hectic because it was a time when people who I would have approached to be clients or, you know, to collaborate with me, everybody was struggling mm. because because of the uncertainty um so wow it was slow <laughs> in the beginning mm-hmm. it, it really it really was and i i second guess myself i can't tell you how many times because i was like girl you know you had like <laughs> you had it going on <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost felt like i was starting at the beginning mm-hmm. um so it was it was really terrifying but now that i'm living it and i've i've 
I've, you know, when you start a business, you have to take so much responsibility because yeah. the buck stops with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's terrifying. And, I, and you know, I saw somebody, it was a blogger actually last week, said something really a resonant. A 2022, that's so nice. Well, she, <laughs> well <laughs> you know what I mean? She started as a blogger and now <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. created this whole awesome platform. And she was, she was actually saying how she does, because she's a, a girl boss or whatever you want to call it because she runs her own thing. And she was saying... The glorification of that kind of negates how important um, corporate and stable work is. Not mm. everybody um, is built to run a business, mm. or and wants not everyone to. has to or wants exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. Like, um, and again, that's a thing. If you want people to win, let them do what they want to do. Mm. Um, but yeah, for me, it was it was a huge responsibility, um, and I'm just so happy that it's it's doing well um, because I yo, I I nearly turned around a few times. Um, but now, yeah, it's 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 really going well. We can see it, and we're so. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Let me speak for uh, this invisible group. <laughs> but, um, so we'll speak later about how people can find you. But how mm. do you think, if at all, female friendships have maybe helped you in your own career? I mean, I mean, one of the clear examples is the very fact that I'm sitting right here. This is marketing <laughs> as well. I mean, yes. obviously, we're having an important conversation. Uh, but it's 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 exactly this. It's putting each other on. It's mm. supporting each other. It's actually female friendships are what are. It's also where you can be most vulnerable. Mm. You know. So in the tough times when um, I was, I didn't have friends being few in the dark. <laughs> in the dark days, that's, they got down in the bed with me. You know. Yeah. When when you know, I remember so many times when I was like, hey, let me just go back to get a regular job and whatever. And all of all of my friends would be like, you. Got Got this. Mm. You said you want to do this, like see it through. Um, and but would also, I think sometimes people you just want someone to listen. Yeah. Because uh, I've been saying this to my husband. Sometimes he's so solution driven. Oh, my husband. Yeah. Hubby. Uh, <laughs> it's just winter for some of us. It is really nice to have a winter warmer. <laughs> yeah. like I mean, being single day, doesn't mean you don't have it. Like on a cold day. <laughs> no, well, you know what I mean. There's the guaranteed chest <laughs> that you can lay your head on. It's, For sure. it's <laughs> the consistency. It's lovely. But um, as I was saying, um, he is like very solutions driven, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm, I'm, I'm feeling away and I'm venting about it, his brain immediately goes to, okay, how can we Problem solve solving. this? And, and actually it's been so nice because I've communicated that you know what sometimes I just want to bitch about it I'm mm. not I'm, I know that I'll get to a solution but for now I just want you know? yeah. um, and he does that l- lovely now but I'm just saying like that's what uh, I find is great in friends that sometimes we just want to talk mm. um, and uh, I, I I think females uh, we just got a little bit more empathy I mean that's such a generalization but you know what I mean um, where where you can really just be vulnerable so yeah. I think that's where it it did I answer your question you, you yes, did. I did. You did. Okay. <laughs> you did. Wow. Oh, cause it's because I went on a tangent about winter warmers. I and... mean, you stay on a tangent, but at least we always get to the answer. So I want to use, I asked, like I said, on Instagram, people uh, about their opinions on female friendships, what they love, what they don't yeah. love, what their challenges are. And I want to read some of them so that we can not uh, agony aunt it, but just discuss maybe 
in context of our friendship, yeah. um, how this maybe came up. Uh, so the first one is, um, okay, woo-wee, this is difficult. Well, no, not really. I'm lying. Let me start with the easy one. <laughs> I have largely experienced women as kind and wanting to build genuine connections. Yes, that's cute. Um, okay, well, none of us have children, but this one says, can we please highlight how amazing girlfriends are for mothers that end up single and actually sometimes end up parenting more often than even the father? Mm. And most women are so good at this. They don't even have, even when they don't have kids. I love that. Yeah. Um, so you, for instance, let's talk about in the context of our friendship. You're married. I'm not. Yeah. Um, how do you think that has, if it has changed our friendship? Oh, am I giving you what you need from that? Or your single friends showing up in the way that you need? Do you think you are still showing up in the way that we need? Um, well, I'd like to believe that uh, I'm giving my single friends what they need. Um, I mean, as in, I'm still present. I'm still yeah. spending time. Uh, you know, because. I think partly what happens with any life stage, but in this case, we'll talk about marriage, is that people put a lot of perception and expectation on you. Um, I was actually like shocked the other day, you and I and um, our other friend, uh, I don't know if she wants me to say her name. name. (laughs) Shout out. Hi, Nozzy. That's the other thing. You and I have a lot of mutual friends. So it's just, it shows that, you know, we we get each other. Um, But we had gone for... uh, girls night um i think i had a picture it was a boomerang or something of jaeger bombs or whatever <laughs> and somebody came into my dms to be like oh and you're married now oh, really? this is inappropriate and oh, i was really? like no wonder you know sometimes people are nervous to get into a new uh, life stage because mm-hmm. you feel like you're being watched i thought that was a really weird thing to say That's a very um, weird thing to say as in how oh, so on account of being married i can't go out and have a good time or 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 is it that my husband's not there i don't i don't know i'm you know what i actually just was like black so, <laughs> so, so i didn't want to really engage i mean in retrospect maybe i should have been like what uh, as in what is the actual problem but i didn't want to entertain yeah I really not on your life they can explain why yeah, it matters to them because i was just but i i think i think that's partly what it is is that you you map out your expectations when you're going into a new life stage i have found some people have treated me different mm-hmm. since um differently since I've, I've i've gotten married but i think that's par for the course in any life stage but it's important to have a conversation with your friends and manage your expectations mm-hmm. so like i've said to you guys i'm so keen i still want to go out i want to like do all the things but i want to leave early yeah uh, and also sometimes you're not available well yes well of course yeah I and mean, this is not just you i mean i'm also like 33 i'm also not always available <laughs> because i'm tired <laughs> sometimes the bones no, are wearing. exactly so so but for me it's it's because i want i that's my boundary i want to you know get home at a reasonable time uh and and that's what and i think that's not even a marriage thing i'm just at a at a, a stage now where whew, anything beyond even 11 <laughs> it's tiring it, feel, it feels like a lot Girl, the other day I walked to Nostra <laughs> right because that was the movement and as soon as I got there and I saw darkness flashing lights <laughs> and heard the decibels of the music I was like no for me it's no. actually those sparkly things that they put in the champagne <laughs> and what, what is what is that called that thing no I don't know it's, it's got sparklers. a name sparklers, uh, sparklers yeah. yeah once I see that I'm like you know what I, I, 
I don't think I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> maybe no, maybe somebody's <laughs> birthday or a bachelorette. Or, I've, I've just realized, see, I, that's the life stage I'm at. That, <laughs> that uh, a club, mm, it must be a special occasion. Yeah, like literally only your birthday <laughs> and only your birthday or Nozzy's birthday. Like I'm not going just in general. Remember when we, we found ourselves in the club randomly? After brunch. <laughs> this thing started at 11 a.m. Just for those of you listening, thinking Atlahang is some sort of like do-gooder professional. Yeah, no, no. We started at brunch. <laughs> In Parkhurst, we then moved to I think forty four Stanley. Yes. Then we moved to Social Unknown. Yeah, our Uber Valley bill was high that day. <laughs> and then we somehow ended we up were in Nostra. So we were fun. we were fetching it, and we had it. Yeah. I had it. I mean, I was tired <laughs> at the end, but we had but it. But remember, like we were in that club, and we were like. I know because you know why we were like the first that's how I knew that things are changing we were like the first, first people. and it was people. so late it was like 11 it was 11 we why were the first so people that's like the like wow I was making eye contact with the DJ <laughs> no and then it only picked up in one I was like nah this is my cue like a club how does it start yeah Anyway, anyway. Um, we're wanna... not judging people, you know, no, live, live, live your best Ooh, life. We lived, we lived. When I could still, like, my bones were still, you know, <laughs> I could do the clear until, until. I just think, person is an age thing. DM me and tell me which future guest I should be having a convo with while we sip our cocktails. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy your drink. Um, I've appreciated you and how you've dealt with, I guess, communicating that, um, A, we've also known that things are going to change. I think sometimes in the beginning, I don't think I called you as often because I was like, mm. hey, let her be married. Let her mm. enjoy. I don't want to infringe or like have hubby be like, oh, there she go again. There's a single <laughs> friend calling again. <laughs> so I did try to give you that space. But then I realized after you spoke to us, just to say, we'll offer you know, the yeah. invitation's always there. And if you can't make it, you can't make it. But I have had married friends or people get married in the past where there was sort of this weird hierarchy of like, well, I'm married now. Um, so what we used to do, I'm just like better than or, mm. I'm, you know, your lifestyle doesn't really. And it's like, oh, girl, your lifestyle was this lifestyle last month. Yeah. So it's OK if you're no longer there because of marriage or because of age. But I think looking down on the things that you enjoyed like yesterday is something I've experienced, too. Um, so I'm glad we haven't. Anyway, uh, if I can also just make a point on that, I think what's key here is grace, mm. you know, because it's not just it's 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 life stage yes it's marriage or someone has a baby like us like with our friends who have babies we've actually said please don't feel pressure to do like a normal you know girls brunch or whatever mm. if you need to bring your child and feel like it's an imposition we'll go to Papachinos we'll girl like, like sign me well, up I know, love kids I used to with my friend uh, who when her child was small we'd go to spur mm. on a weekend and whatever and we'd still be able to kiki and do everything but then you know we were and accommodating like said, there's alcohol at spur her, yeah her, her, her what her needs and that's all you need to do you just need to give each other grace and equally I think it's like you that you went through a period where you were so busy like, <laughs> <laughs> which was great I mean you're busy uh, your, your career was popping and it was awesome not was but also I, oh, mm. I mean obviously your career is popping I think you I'm know kidding. what I mean I'm saying it was it was a sudden influx of work and and because of the nature of your job you would be like shooting a commercial on a weekend or whatever it may be and we were like that's great mm. live your life honey you know you still whatsapp and say hey and check in and whatever and then once it it, it settled uh, then then we could spend time again yeah. so it's important to just give people grace i mean i don't mean i don't mean allow room for disrespect, you know, disrespect or, or where someone is like genuinely neglecting like obviously but sometimes we just need to be like you know what this is where you are at 
um, and 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 allow the person the room to to experience what they need to experience. Okay, well, you've answered my next um, question, so that's really good because it was speaking about codependence, codependency, and friendships, and how you communicate that you might need space. Because, like I said in the beginning, this uh, when days are dark, friends of you, some people are going through things whilst you are busy there demanding friendships or demanding it on your level as well. Um, some people are busy. Some people are unaware that you might be going through something because you haven't communicated it. Some people um, are also also going through depression. I mean, the, this pandemic has brought on a lot. Mm-hmm. So to also be like, I expect this level of friendship or the same level is, I think, selfish in some ways um, without giving people the grace to sometimes just not be there if they genuinely can't or because they genuinely don't know that something's the matter. Yeah, I think codependency is also largely just about expectations and a lack of communication to be. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, and you know this about me as a friend, I'm actually, I'm, I'm communicative <laughs> to a fault. As, <laughs> as in, I, I mean, I, I really, I manage to, 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 to contact people and mm-hmm. check on them and, and reach out. And, and I, I do monitor when I'm like, wow, but this person actually just, Never reaches out, yeah. and I will. I will no, obviously the temper. One-sided friendship. I will no. temper that because I'll be like, this is becoming a very like one-sided thing. Mm. Um, but 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 like generally speaking, I think it's just about expectations and communication. Like if if you say, okay, guys, this is what's happening in my life. You don't even have to give the specifics. You know, just note that you know I'm going to be a little different or mm. whatever. Then people can manage their expectations. But it's when it's when people um, put expectations on you that they haven't communicated to you, mm. and then want to while out when it's um, not met. But yeah. it, but it's like exactly. You, but you have you haven't let me know that this so that I can even say okay if that's part of your expectation, I, let me let me let you know right mm. now that I don't have capacity for mm. that or whatever it may be. Um, I think also for me like I'm the kind of friend when I'm going through a rough time fortunately unfortunately I don't know but I pull away oh, we always find out after the I fact. know <laughs> but I really vulnerability <laughs> is very difficult for me I'm trying to learn it but I just feel like let me just cocoon and then because I deal with my feelings by myself and when I'm feeling better I'll come whatever but I remember there was a time when I think it was my grandfather or grandmother someone passed away and I was like no guys I'm okay thank you so much um, I'll see you you know, after the funeral or whatever. And you guys showed up without, well, without my permission. <laughs> but I think you'd spoken to my mom or something. I don't know. You showed up and I realized then how much I needed you, even though I'd pushed and pushed away. So sometimes, and because of the there way are I am, examples I know, <laughs> but because I'm that way, I mean, breakups, everything. I'm that person who's like, okay, bye. I see you in a few months. Because I'm that way, I sometimes expect that level of independence, even though it's toxic. Mm. For my friends so sometimes I'll be like oh something's happened here let me give her space and then and then I will come in and- fact you and I have fought well I mean yeah. let, let me not say fought but you know we've we've had challenges yeah. in that area we need different things you need yes. people to be there day yes. one I need you to like give me days one two three yeah but now I know that okay day two actually yeah. I do want people but how do you think we navigate because like you said in the beginning we're so different mm-hmm different needs because just because we're friends and we get along and we love each other doesn't mean our love languages are the same mm-hmm. um, just like in relationships it might be gifting or yours is physical affection or whatever it is if you're going through a hard time mine is to remove myself yours is to seek you know uh, what's it called contact or whatever mm. how do we 
how do you navigate that with me I or think, with friends I who are different I think what helped you? us in that, and unfortunately, sometimes it has to like become uh, a thing mm-hmm. before you can. <laughs> I always say sometimes when something becomes a thing, we shouldn't shy away from it because yeah. it's going to help us. Conflict like, helps sometimes. Like, like, yeah, to get to, to the other side. But I think, and it's friendships, relationships, uh, family, whatever. If you mm-hmm. try to apply what you need to another person is where conflict tends yeah. to 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 arise because you need to understand that you're not dealing with yourself you're dealing with another person and you can on, you can only learn that by by doing so like how you and I navigated it is that i would feel like how oh, but you know that i'm hurting or i'm going through a difficult time and now you're distant mm. what what the hell and then <laughs> what the hell <laughs> what the hell um and silly then, Billy, <laughs> you silly Billy, <laughs> and and then it would then it was only through communicating my disappointments mm. that you'd like, oh, you know, Gelling, <laughs> I actually <laughs> thought I was doing you a uh, solid. A solid. <laughs> I thought that you wanted, you know, to work through it a little, and then I could pop up, you know, when you've you've really like felt all the feels, mm. and I'd be like, no, 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 that's what you would do, <laughs> yeah. um, and and you know what I mean, and yeah. then and then now I even remember like in some of my toughest times at the beginning of this year with bereavements and things like that I could see how much you had attuned to to what I need in a friendship mm. because you were you were just so active and so so there and and for me personally it was such a a testament to how just telling each other how we feel mm. and what we need um goes a long way so I think the takeout here is we all and we all guilty of it need to stop trying to apply what we need mm. to another person because even love languages you you might love affirmation so you are just you know pouring wonderful words at somebody and inside but you haven't spent any time with them and then and they they need quality time yeah and you're like oh but i'm loving this person so much but that's not what they need mm. and know? also then you maybe are not res- receiving the same amount of affirmation that you're giving because that's what you want. And it's like, oh, that, I know that's what you want. I will yeah. now, cause even now I've, I've, with the same thing of you saying, I've now realized that I need to pour into you when you're going through something. Mm. You also will be like, Hey gal, I know that this happened and I'll give you your one or two days, but bear in mind, I'm coming on the third day. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, I'm going to give you your time and I've space. What I've also found with you, which has been interesting is that, I mean, we're all friends here. I know, <laughs> no people are listening, but I mean, we're having a real conversation. Yeah. Um, with you, I've noticed though, a lot of the time you say that, and then I've, I've learned now to give you the, the, the capacity to also say, cause sometimes with you, it's that you don't want to ask for it, mm. but sometimes you need it. So you'd rather not okay, be asked. True, so, so I've noticed that if, even if it's day one or two, I'll be like, friend, would you maybe need this? And then half the time you're like, yes, actually. <laughs> but you just didn't want to ask because, you know, people are weird. We're all very complicated. Mm. And, and that's what makes relationships and friendships really beautiful because yeah. none of us are the same. And it's a learning experience to figure out how someone wants to be loved and what their needs are. Okay, so we've spoken about the more beautiful times of friendship and we'll get back there. But we do need to speak about conflict because, and not just the conflict where it's like one day of like, uh, and then communication and we're back to perfect. Just that one way, maybe you're not talking for weeks or months or you're just like, I'm never going to be this person's friend again. And then at some point you do because I don't know if you remember in high school, um, I think I'd gotten to the point where, yes, you didn't follow me to these schools, but I felt (laughs) suffocated by the friendship just because I was like, 
I have to be this person's friend because our moms are friends and no, no, just stupid childhood shit that actually was not even a real issue. Um, because if I look back now, it was really important having a sister there at my school. Mm. But like all sisters, even when my actual sister came to St. Anne's, I was like, guys, I just want to be me. Go the fuck away. Um, and maybe we also remember things differently, but I remember there was a point where we were just not friends. And oh, no, fully. So. No, fully. I, um, mean, I mean, I mean, I went through a, a, like a strong <laughs> period of dislike <laughs> for you, you know. And vice motherfucking versa. Anyway, Damn. how oh. how do you... I was, I was so are you trying to, okay, do you want to get it out we now? We can beef right now. We can beef right now. <laughs> get it out right now. Um, I just want to speak, because it's not for the streets, about how you deal with conflict when it's deeper than just we're not communicating on the same level. We mm. don't have the same love languages. When it's really, you hurt me, I hurt you, um, that we're not, we're not going to be friends or we think that way. Um, yeah. It's a tough one. Um, if, if we're talking about you and I in particular, I think... I feel like it's better to use personal examples. Yeah, to like, yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I eventually got to understand, because as you say, we might remember things differently, but I could, I could actually empathize with if you've moved into a new space where no one knows you, it's a blank canvas where you can, you know, create your own... Uh, self mm. and existence and then when there's this person and now I got all the background <laughs> I got yeah. all the tea um, <laughs> so, or you know or even if you are behaving in a way that is this new version that you'd like to be and I'm like that's not you yeah. it's frustrating because I'm I'm literally impeding on on, on, on something that is, is your path so I get it um, and also with lifelong friends we are allowed to change in different 100%. places like if you're suddenly into horse riding now fishing I'd expect you to <laughs> confront me fully <laughs> I if, won't confront if you I'm gonna ask you I'm gonna ask you I'm asking you what's up but I mean if that's who you want to be in your new school then you're allowed to be that I don't think we should be stuck in one version of ourselves even now at 35 well, whew, it's a few years away, but at 35, I might decide, you know, I'm into white men. Or I don't know, something that you've never known me to be into. <laughs> and I need the space and the grace to be like, I changed my mind. I, I want kids now. I changed my mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> well, remember the, the, the word we said, the theme of this is grace. So, obviously, yes. you need to give grace. But I think when, you, you're, when you're beefing for, 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 for a long time, um, I think it's important to 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 make sure that I think this is what's important. Diversify your friends. Mm. That's partly when codependency comes into play and whatever. Is that yeah. like if you've got that one precious friend, that's why you <laughs> or end one up. Group. Yeah, you just suffocate them mm. um, because you know when we, we were. I mean, we were really not talking. Uh, the comfort is that you had other friends and <laughs> I had other friends, so it wasn't like now I was like some loner or you were some loner. Um, so I think it's important. That yeah, don't don't put all your eggs in one basket. Basically, mm. I know that sounds really pragmatic, but no, it's important. It is. It's important. Um, because I would even then, say the same in dating, but that's just me. Wow. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, agree to disagree. Uh, <laughs> That's why you're married. Uh, but That's yeah, why. but yeah, I think yeah, I think I think um, you know, long term beef is also sometimes important to to see see why because you can also have friends for a season. Mm. I mean, there are some friends who mm. you know where where it made more sense because you were in at a specific school. lifestyle or at school or a life stage, and later on you're like. You know, maybe as people, we're not gelling, and that's that's also okay. I also think it's important not to inherit beef. 
That is my life's motto. <laughs> I will I will not be mad at who you're mad at unless Let's look, that's also a new thing. Unless they genuinely no, because if they did some shit, <laughs> then and they okay, there are two times where I'll inherit beef. One, if I this person I've been your friend for twenty years, this person's been your friend whatever long and I only know them for a year. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay to say goodbye. Um and two, if they genuinely did something where you communicate that this person like, for instance, slept with your man or did yeah. something that is just unforgivable. Then I will inherit it. But that we fell out. We just no longer like each other. I, and you've introduced us and made us friends. Then yeah. Soz. I mean, you and I have lots of examples of, of your beef that I just <laughs> chose not to inherit. <laughs> lots of examples of my <laughs> But to be fair, you've been, a, you've been quite good on when it really has hurt me. And it's, oh, it's really course. been deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, Obviously. Even with ex-boyfriends. Both of us have had to, because we've been such close friends and become such close friends with each other's exes. It was actually quite tough to also then be like, shit, we have to separate even as friends yeah. um, with the people. Mm. But it was very easy when you take into cognizance what's actually important is my friendship with this person. Mm. So anyone who hurts them just deliberately has to go. No, 100%. I mean, if if if, oh, if a friend of ours sleeps with your man, um, <laughs> <laughs> that just is such an extreme because, example. Like, if it's just wow. like, oh, Atlahang, you know, swore at me yesterday. Okay, <laughs> let's figure that out. But like, there's certain things where I'm like, I'm not willing to take the beef if we're, if we're both friends for as long. Yeah, yeah. Because I actually have had the like sleeping friends one. But like, wow. if we're both as close, I'm close to you and I'm close to you, same level, it's worth a conversation. I think the thing of just cancelling people is quite difficult. Um, it's still, it's just difficult and it's messy, but we've also grown and things that I maybe would have done 10 years ago would have been different today and hopefully in the next 10 years. Um, so yeah, inheriting beef. But now well, these, are, these, these are the things that make people, you know, nervous of female friendships. <laughs> you know, we need to do some good PR for female friendships. For sure. Stop but we also be honest. sleeping with... <laughs> People's men. Full stop. I mean, honestly, I feel like that's a reasonable. Stop. No, request. it's more than reasonable. I mean, honestly, honestly, if anyone slept with your man, like we can't. No, we can't. But I mean, you know why? I also am also like whenever somebody has done something like that, there are so many opportunities that you would have had. To, to stop it from, you know, unbuttoning your shirt. <laughs> Leaving the club, as, as, first of all, you know, together. When, like all of these things, they're, they're all moments where you can be like, maybe this is not <laughs> a good idea. A good <laughs> idea. Wow. Okay, so let's speak about jealousy <laughs> and friendships because sometimes people may be in the same industry. Um, sometimes people may be, I don't know, whatever reason, someone, a few messages that I got, which I don't know if people are delusional or they're on the right money, but a lot of people feel like their friends have been jealous of them if they did well at work or if they're in a new relationship. What do you think of how to navigate jealousy in friendships? And do you think it exists? Um, definitely. <laughs> I've, I've been jealous. I've been jealous of you at one point <laughs> or another. Um, definitely. Uh, but I think it's how the jealousy manifests. Mm. Um, I mean, we all know that jealousy is not a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if we should say, I don't know if it's jealousy per se, but when you're like, oh man, I wish. Like your wedding day. I wish that would happen to me. <laughs> like your, I think what everybody you at your fucking wedding was like, oh man. Like you just say, quote unquote. So jealousies are strong. Word, but like yeah. there are moments where you can, oh man, yeah. Um, but you have to, you have to also navigate that properly because that can't now be the reason why you're no longer able to be your friend or be supportive. Or I'm now just like, girl, you know about marriages. 
Good luck. I mean, <laughs> wow, that's so vindictive. But I guess, I, but I mean, people do do that. Yeah. People really do do that. Um, or you know, they'll they'll rag on something that you're excited about mm. or whatever. Or just like having an opportunity to give you airtime for something, and I'm like, not her, someone else. Yeah. Because I'm now, I don't want you to have the platform. And I mean, people, people, people do do that. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it, it, as I said, I think it's how it manifests. That's why we were saying whatever the, oh man, I think, (laughs) I think that's, I think that's natural. Mm. I think, and I mean, I think we all feel it in one way or another. I'm talking about that active, possessive, concerning jealousy. Like that really needs to be addressed because Mm. then are you really my friend? Like if you are actively doing something to, to withhold an opportunity from me or to, to sabotage me, then I mean, that's obviously just not a friendship. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I actually not too sure what I would do. Uh, if somebody was actively sabotaging or whatever on account of jealousy and they're my friend. That 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 doesn't even conversation. <laughs> I also don't know if I've ever experienced that. Um, I don't know if I've ever experienced that, but I think for me it would just be to move away. <laughs> now let's talk about something that we don't often address, as and it happens to everybody. It is more sometimes heartbreaking, maybe not more, but just as heartbreaking as uh, romantic relationship breakups, platonic friendship breakups. When you and your girlfriend mm. of however many years are suddenly no longer friends. Yeah. That can be as devastating. I've definitely gone through friendship breakups. Somewhere I'm like, I, okay, and we keep it moving. Mm-hmm. But somewhere I genuinely felt heartbroken, especially when I didn't know why, maybe, because mm-hmm. that's not always communicated. But how have you dealt with female friendship breakups and how have you broken up with friends that you maybe thought, mm, not this one? I think maturity is a, is, 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 is key because when I look at some of the things that I did uh, in the past when I didn't have the wisdom <laughs> uh, I would have done differently because mm. I have had a situation look I was really really upset uh, with this person because it, it was a build up it had just been an ongoing build up of one sidedness of, 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 of the snide comments of all of those sort of things but my way of dealing with it was like very unhealthy because I just ghosted basically mm. I I just I just well not not no not ghosted because I was still present but I was withdrawing. like I was withdrawing mm. and and I was I was withdrawing deliberately mm. um and I mean in retrospect I could have given them the opportunity to 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 fix it but mm. I was just so nar I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it but I mean yeah friendship breakups are also sometimes genuinely it's okay at least Sometimes it's okay that this person is not going to be my. That's not saying friend. it's a seasonal thing, mm. but I'm saying when it, when that person really mm. meant a lot to you, it can be really tough. And it's and it's the same as a breakup, especially if you move in similar circles. Be like, oh lord, I know they're going to be at Royale today mm. or, or whatever it may be, and and just you know already anticipating that awkward interaction. It's it's tough, and it, and it, and it really really hurts. Mm. Um, and I I mean you know this about me. I'm a very intentional, very emotional person. Mm. Um, so. Like if 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 I feel like you know a distance from somebody I was once close to, it's it's hard. I don't yeah. I don't want to lie, and I think it's harder now at our big age <laughs> because our circles get smaller mm. naturally. Um, as I said, you know your friends who you'd party with um, uh, in varsity, but you actually didn't have anything else in common except mm. Jägermeister. They fall away. <laughs> yeah, I mean they fall away. Mm. But then those people who you've shared yourself with, shared life with, you know, shared your people with. Um, it's hard, eh? Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, it's like 
also realizing that there are different types of friendships because I've spoken to my mom and she says, as you get older, not everyone is your everything friend. And I think I've always expected you, uh, if you're my best friend, to be the party girl with me. You go to theater with me. You go ice skating with me. We cry together. We camp together. We travel. Oh, ooh, not camping. <laughs> but whatever. We're just we're everything friends. And I've now realized. <laughs> I don't even know why I said that because I hate camping. Um, but I've realized that you can have different friends for different things. Like now being in an industry that sometimes requires you to go to places alone. I have industry friends. Mm. Um, but they're not necessarily the people that I may, I may call if I'm down, dead, broken up with. Someone's mm. passed away. Um, and then I have my going out friends. And then I have my my, oh, we like to do cool, quirky activities. Like I know my, one of my best friends, Nozia, has also expressed she'll never go ice skating. She hates it with all her heart. I love it. So I'll find my like, let's do weird outdoorsy or whatever things together. I think sometimes you need to compartmentalize your friendships and realize the strengths that you can get from each friendship. But exactly because there life... are friends like you and, and to a certain extent, you know, other people where they give you everything. But but I think I think life is a is a buffet, man. You, it's okay to have certain things that you go to um, to to people for so I I mean I'm a very spiritual person uh, so I have I have my friends in Christ I have the the friends who I will fellowship with mm-hmm. who I will whereas I mean like you and I are not going <laughs> to do that but you yeah, know but you. I, I, I have I have the friends that that, yeah. that I that I will do that with I have Can I you also call yourselves again like PKs or something like that Yes, the pastor's, the pastor's kids. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave me. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not judging. I just I forgot the name. Uh, but yeah, so I'm saying that, and and I think it's important because you also want to go to places with where people will enjoy it mm. with you. You know, you don't want to send your friend ice skating under duress. Why? <laughs> because there is somebody who will ice skate with you. Mm. I even had to learn that I think in 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 relationships that it's okay even if your partner doesn't serve every area mm. of of your life. Um, and it takes a while to to. I struggle with that still, I think. But I'm, no, but, but I'm like, learning. but like truly, mm. as in if if and and it, otherwise you can lose out on a lot because mm. you'd be like, oh, but this person, oh, they don't like um, fantasy movies, and fantasy movies are so big to to that. But definitely not to move. Uh, but I'm <laughs> I was saying, like, Girl, I'm you saying, want that witchcraft? I'm just saying, no, friend, any werewolf, any Me vampire, wizards, any, witches. Mm-mm. Dragons, it's not for oh, me. Please. Although I watched Pirates of the Caribbean last week for the first time, and I was I was actually surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Okay, uh, but Moving anyway, <laughs> my point is, you can't be like, well, this person doesn't have the these shared interests as me, so I'm going to rule them out. Mm. You know, because you've got people in your life who do have those shared inf- interests. So when you want to engage in those interests, gravitate towards them. Mm. You know? Okay. So I'm going to ask you one last question because we are running out of time. Really? I know. Aww. I know. And I could literally talk about this all the time, but I don't want to podcast this like an hour and a half. Although people say they wouldn't mind, you know, but it is what it is. <laughs> um, what would you say to people who struggle to find female friends as to maybe how in an, in an adult stage mm. they can make new friends? Yeah. I think it's never too late to make new friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, we, we must be very conscious of the fact that we're very best blessed. So, so they, uh, I've noticed from like the conversations I'll sometimes have with other people um, how a lot of people don't have the opportunity to dialogue mm-hmm. and to to get into all of the things that we do, like the stuff that's on your your Twitter. What's your Monday thing called? I don't WhatsApp know. group. I just WhatsApp group, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so many people are. Like, oh, I've never seen this discussed before, and I'm like, really? That's like what we do. Like, yeah, <laughs> like a lot every of every time we get like, together. Thank you so much for creating <laughs> the space where Black women 
feel and experience all these things, but yeah. we don't have spaces to talk about no, them. We're, I'm like, we're this is what I talk blessed. about every Saturday with no, my friends. We're, we're really blessed and we mustn't lose sight of that. And, yeah. and, and I would love for more people to be able to have that kind of thing. And so I think... I think I'd say the same thing that I would say to somebody who's like interested in someone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes shoot your shot. I've actually made a lot of friends. um, uh, I mean, obviously not friends like you and me, but like great connections with people uh, on socials Mm -hmm. where I'll just be like, this person, I dig their vibe, their interests are similar to me and I'll strike up uh, a a conversation and I'll actually just be like, You're so much braver than me. Uh, I've seen them (laughs) many times where I'm like, oh girl, that would be my, I can't, I don't know what to say. But I think the the key thing the key thing is not to be weird, you know. That's <laughs> I've been watching you for a couple don't, of weeks. Don't be, and, <laughs> no, I mean, you just literally. Just like, what be, is the first thing you can say? Actually, give us an opening for those of us who are cripplingly shy. Um, again, advice I'd give if you're interested in a partner. It's always good when you've got something that you can directly engage with. So if they've, if they've put something on their story, for an example, that really resonates with you. Take that as your opening. Shoot your shot and be like, wow, I really, I really enjoyed this book too. Or I, you know, and uh, just so you know, I've actually really enjoyed your content and um, I would, I would love to keep in touch or something like that. And those, those little organic uh, conversations can really evolve into a friendship. That's actually really true. I have met a few friends, but it's more been there shooting shots just because I, I want to be friends with people. And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> but when I went to Cape Town, I said, okay, I'm here. I have no friends in the city. Who wants to hang out? Mm. And Mukhar the Lazy Magotti was one of them. I love Just her. She's was, so oh, beautiful. Like, oh my gosh. Yes, yes. And also so fucking amazing. Yeah. But we had met only once online doing a cooking together thing in COVID. Mm. And I went and I was like, oh my God, it was so much easier. Because I also talked myself into the spin of, what if we have nothing to say? What if it's silent moments? What if it's... Because we're both quite shy. But it actually ended up being so phenomenal. But I would also say, do things that you like where you think you'll find like-minded people. Oh, definitely. The other day I went to salsa dancing with my mom and aunt and my mom and my cousin. And even if they weren't there, I feel like that's a space I'd go to on my own because yeah. I would find people who like to dance yeah. and people who enjoy salsa music and that kind of thing. So, and painting classes and comedy or dance classes, just do things even by yourself where you feel like you'll find like-minded people. Definitely. And I, and I also want to say that to everybody in, in, in different life stages to their friends, mm. that that's also partly how you can make it work. It's mm. okay. Cause I mean, I was, I was very conscious that maybe people might not relate to me the same, you know, and I mean, I'm still the same person, but you know, life changes mm-hmm. or my mom will feel the same. Um, it's okay then to gravitate to people who are in that same life stage mm-hmm. and maintain your friendships with the people who aren't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really, it's like, so if you're a mom, you know, join a moms and me class. If you you know because that's 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 also partly what you can, I mean I don't think there's like a a wives club or something. <laughs> yeah, you will be very surprised I know a couple of wives clubs um, that are in Joburg, you know, so if you're looking you know, for you know what I mean like if you're into fitness go to a Zumba class and you actually could befriend somebody there with a similar interest. Yes, that is so wonderful. So once again, thank you so much I'm for so joining proud of me. You, thank you so much. This has Don't been lovely. On air, girl. <laughs> I am. No, this is this is this is legit. Um, just because people can't see where we're at, this is beautiful. This is a proper studio. You know, you've 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 done the things. Thank you, my girl. So have you. Um, I'm so proud of you, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> so one more time for people who want to find you on Blossom Inc. or your personal social media. Where can people find my dearest? Uh, you guys can find Blossom Inc. at Blossom Inc. Media on Facebook, on Instagram, on all the to- uh, socials. Please follow my LinkedIn because that's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's where I'm really looking to gain a lot of traction. Um, yeah, that's where you can find Blossom Inc. And obviously our website's www.blossomincmedia.com. 
and they service all your media needs, um, are you not going to give them your personal's what? socials? I, it's private. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay, well. <laughs> but I mean, cool. we've said, you know, you know, by all means, add me. Sure. I just, add I just don't want to have like, no, they can even add me on Instagram. I'm just saying I just don't want, I want to. You After know. this conversation, you're going to have, I mean, I'm, I have to tag you. Yeah, well, so. no, of course, it happens every time you do an Insta story. <laughs> so. there's, a, there's an influx. And, you know, I really have also like, I've met wonderful people through that, so. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. I can't give you enough. um, I don't know. Thanks. Praise for giving me an hour of your very busy day. She's literally been in meetings (laughs) just before and she's going to one just after. So thank you for slotting this in. This means the world to me. I'm glad we could speak about this with someone who is, like I said, I think my oldest friend at this point. Definitely. Um, Yeah, probably. Who else that is? I don't know, girl, because we let go of a lot of family (laughs) friends along the way. We we weren't just the only two family friends, but we were like, nah, nah, nah. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining me. And thank you everyone for listening. I hope you enjoyed your Aperol spritz. I hope you made one. Um, delicious. Yeah, cheers. Cheers. It's okay. Babe. I mean, I've drank a lot for someone who's pretending so I don't like it, but cheers. Love you and good night. Convos and Cocktails, produced in partnership with the Sukhothabi and WMG Rep. Drinks never end at the bar. So join me over at the socials with your cocktail where we get to continue the conversations. Simply follow me at the Sukhothabi. See you there. Recorded at Solid Gold Podcasts. Solid Gold. To be understood, you must first be heard. I look forward to our next Converse and Cocktails. And don't forget, Mo Money, Mo Hito. Or whatever Biggie said.